Oh, man. Hi, everyone. How's it going? I really don't think I should be in charge of recording anymore. Oh, Lord, I certainly can't. Well, we're going to need to hire someone. We need a third person. Who needs a part-time, once-a-week job? That we can't pay you for. But in alcohol? We have booze. Booze. Sometimes we have a little herb. Would you like a drink? Herbal essence. Herbal essence. Yes, we do have some herbal essences. We have a dog. We have a dog, Mm -hmm. but you can't take my dog. Well, no, but you get to, like, sit with the dog. Yeah, you can pet the dog. At my place, you a big poofy cat. That's great. See, I mean benefits. I guess we. Oh, we're insurance. Oh no, I mean like these we're are the giving benefits. Giving away. We can't pay you. Oh but no. We'll pay for your health insurance. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's this not. is terrible. I meant the animals and the. Uh, <laughs> we were discussing what the benefits were of you having a non. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay, good. I guess we have more to offer than I thought we did originally. Uh, yeah. Wow. We're cat. We're catches. I'm not. I'm. I'm not mad about it. Podcasting the new Tinder. <laughs> Casting. Yeah. As, <laughs> as Chelsea loves to call it. When are we going to cast tonight? What time should I come over so we I've can cast? I've been doing much better with saying podcasting. To be honest, you have not said it in a week or two. I just, I panic now every time I go to say <laughs> casting that I'm just going to get wildly ridiculed. Casting. What time are we going to cast tonight? Okay. You know, this is well, an abusive relationship. It's I don't not. Know if I it's need fantastic. To just get on just to be abused. You know, I had this really ridiculous idea the other day that. What if just no one is listening? I think that would be hilarious. <laughs> because I feel like we would still we would still listen and be like, we're freaking hilarious. <laughs> I literally had we're this thought awesome. the other day thinking like, what if just no one is listening? It's literally just our friends just nicely reviewing all of them. Like and all of the listens are just people like, uh, clicking on, clicking off, clicking on. Like clicking what are off. they talking about? They don't make sense. Let's Put on my favorite uh, murder instead. It's actually really nice. My boyfriend just finally started listening to us. Oh, that's nice. Mine mm-hmm. hasn't yet. Oh, okay. It's well, all right. Here we are. It's fine. His uh, first episode was Scary Mary. Oh, that's mm. a that's a that's why I said that so, was really I was really I was very that, I was like sad that's one of our that like episode. I was like the energy drops downer super downer episode sad yeah. man it's we, sad. it was hard to giggle it should have been the blood countess that, that should have been the first I told one. him I, well I actually forced him in our living room to listen oh, to that oh okay because I think that was one of our like we just said fuck I any think we structure said there was a robot involved oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I so wish. I I should have pulled it up had I known we were going to bring that back. Guys, Chocolate. if you have not listened to that episode, <laughs> I personally, I think it's my all-time favorite. I would say if ever there was to be like a drunk episode, I think that it was like what we were drunk. We hadn't hung out in a while. We hadn't hung out in like three weeks. So That's we literally right. just it wanted to a, sort of sit and chill we and were not giggles. talk about anyone. It was giggle Yeah, so sometimes time. we might just uh, riff for about it. And that was one of those where we wrapped that up in like 58 minutes. We were like, <laughs> well, I have nothing. I have a page of information on this bitch, so bye. Because she was alive in 1588. Uh, who has the time? <laughs> who has the time? Who has the time? Anything uh, else? What do we have to do before oh, we... Oh, I have to do a redemption shout out. Oh, that's right, you do. So, uh, uh, apparently <laughs> on the last episode, Uh-oh. I vehemently misquoted one of Pamela's security guards, which I won't shout out your name, Charles. Ouch. Uh, anyway, he's phenomenal. He greets me at the door every day, makes me feel extra. Him and Felix actually are my top two faves. Felix got a new job. He Fuck doesn't off. Work here. Okay, never for mind. Like it's a just few Charles. I know. He I hasn't thought been maybe he'd just go on a vacation or no, something. No, he's off. All right, well, screw Felix. It's he's just Charles. On now. to bigger and better things. And so I will now, say, by security guard, she means my very 
handsome and manly concierge. Oh my, well, they're all very dapper. That's right. And they have these awesome suits. That is in the description of the job. Oh my God, I would think so, because they're mm -hmm. all just like very mm -hmm. charming. That's right. Um, Charles has a wonderful smile. Yay, Dazzling Charles. eyes, a very soft demeanor, and wow. a cool voice. <laughs> And every night, I, every, at once a week, I parade to the door. Parade. And what are we covering tonight? Saunter. Checks up on my life. That's right. Uh, they push the elevator button for me. It's, it's the whole nice. security thing. But it feels very like, oh, thank you, thank you. Oh. I can't be bothered pushing it myself. Makes sense. Um, anyway, Charles had made a very fair statement. Ooh, wow, oh, wow. Uh, previously, that we tend to maybe banter slightly too much and that like there's like 20 minutes of just sort of not bad there's just fluff 20 minutes and then we, well that was sort of why my I shout feel out like we never went over 11 exactly and that's why <laughs> i sort of made the snide comment last week that we were getting shit from one of your security guards that we were talking too much he then has pulled me aside and said i misquoted him and that he doesn't find what we talk stupid wow it's just you know get down to business so i want to clear the air the air is cleared charles i hope we're good I think we're I good. I hope we're solid. Yeah. Because uh, literally I can't get up to your apartment if we're not. <laughs> he basically threatened me with that tonight. He was like, you don't get to go upstairs without me. And I was like, I can call her down to bring me up, but I won't threaten And her. I think the the like, the like doorman or the concierge union or the building mm -hmm. workers union, are they, they could go on strike. <gasps> so no. I have to put like, for people who like always enter my apartment, like you mm -hmm. and my boyfriend and mm -hmm. my mom, I have to put you guys on like a guest list. Oh. So if you're not Fuck. nice to Charles, he won't put your name on the guest Charles, list. Charles, no! <laughs> and you can't come into my building. No! If oh, they shit. Strike. I have to make him like a cake or something. I have to cake. get major suck up right make now. Make him a cake. But can we just call the front cake. desk? I'll be cake. like, are you cake. going on a break? Come up, join. Be a cake. third person no, on this podcast. No, make because then I can have some. Okay, fine. I'll make cake. You I'll tell me what that. kind of cake you want and I'll make Charles. That way, Let's just once. Cake. Char uh, Pammy can get what she likes. Pammy gets just one. We can have what Pammy wants. I just want rainbow, you know, rainbow cake, cake. or like funfetti, I want funfetti cake. rainbow. Can we do know? cream cheese icing? Can we yes. do a funfetti layer cake with like ooh like this a whip and strawberries in the middle? That sounds freaking. I get really weird when there's fruit in cake. I'm obsessed. I feel like with fruit. fruit and pie go together, mm. but fruit like. You don't even Fruit like a nice like kumquat cranberry compote in the middle of your cake. What are you? What did you just exactly. say? I just anything to just make your face do what it did and then say what the fuck did you just what say? What came out of your mouth? <laughs> no, we actually have a kumquat cranberry compote on top of our cheesecake. Say that one job. more time. Kumquat cranberry compote, and it's <laughs> fucking gross. Oh, it's terrible. Uh, oh, gross. so then what's the point of this it conversation? Gets back every time. <laughs> Oh, kumquat. What is that? Is that sour? It's a little sour, yeah, isn't it? It's like it? a tart, sour, tiny little. And cranberry, like yellow, which is sour as super well. Super sour. And then a compote reduces all of this, and there's not like enough sugar added, so it's just weird. That's not. Yeah, that We're doesn't make on any it. sense. Wow. It's sort of hard to tell chefs their stuff sucks because they get real personal when well, you yeah, offend it's their livelihood. You offended them. What are you gonna do? What else is new? What else is new? Because this is also time we haven't hung out. It's It seemed, in like two weeks, it's been for us. Yeah, you years. know, my mom got into a little bit of an accident. Oh, yes. What happened with your mom? You know, she... She took a little spill. Does she get to sue anybody is my big question. I don't know if I can disclose that information. That's fair. Ooh, <laughs> that's fair. We are. Um, yeah, I don't know. But this 
the the woman is my mother is the most magical person in it's the world. Very fair to she say. is literally something else. And that's fair because she does and when I'm thinking back of interactions with your mom, I I very rarely rarely ever see her enter a room or a space. She's just sort of suddenly there. That's right. Like except when we us. were doing a marathon on Friday the 13th. Ooh, embarrassing. <laughs> she, so really quick recap, this was maybe Mm, 10 years ago, <laughs> 8 years ago. I'm going to take a sip after that. This was, yeah, because we was were going to go one. see the new one. What was it, Freddy versus Jason? No, 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 the real, no, the Hot Pockets. Oh my God, Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, the best moment the best of our friendship. One. So if you had not seen the remake of Friday the 13th, Chelsea and I actually really thoroughly enjoyed that it. It was a good day. And that first scene where the shit gets in the sleeping, in sleeping bag, bag and she's over the fucking fire in the sleeping bag. My best friend, ladies and gentlemen. This is the only time I get that much emphasis on the fact that we're besties. Best friend, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, in the middle of a packed theater <laughs> says, Hot Pockets. And I've never been more proud in my life. Everyone died. It I was, was and then and then the movie started. Yes. We were like, "Whoa, this is oh, right. that's right!" It was right? the most it was epic like everybody's dead and the opening beginning. credits. Yeah, and the it was theater great. is involved. So we're doing like a quick marathon of all the Friday the Thirteenth, and do. I'm pretty sure there's about six of them. And okay. this is when I was still living with my parents, so we were like totally like chilling on my floor, like probably eating, watching these Definitely movies, drunk. and oh, hiding it from your mom, hiding it from my mom. <laughs> And then literally all of a sudden she just bursts in and Chelsea and I scream. Oh, she, no, she literally just like came into the doorway and she goes, what are you watching? I'm and we were like, ah! <laughs> And we, so Pammy and I like super pride ourselves and having like real cool reactions to horror stuff because we always watch horror films. So we're the like, we'll like maybe grab each other by the arm. Yeah, we're cool. But we're not like vocal. No, not like um, some of our friends. Daniel. Daniel. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, we screamed mm -hmm. like the little girls that we were at that time. We did. Speaking of being, I'm going to circle back to why my mom is so dope in just a second because we're not going to get on a crazy tangent. Oh, of much. course not. Um, <laughs> that's not a, like us at all. Um, it's okay, Charles. It's only 10 minutes. <laughs> 10 minutes and 34 oh, seconds. We do have to wrap it up. It's getting to that 20 minute limit where I'm like, listen, shit. I got shit to say. That's fair. Um, so I was so Chelsea was right off the subway and she texted me she's like I'm walking to you whatever whatever and I was literally on my way to hop in the shower so I left my door my front door a little bit open but I locked my bathroom door and Chelsea <laughs> goes to me oh so that means when I come in I'm gonna do the strangers knock uh, and for those of you that don't know the strangers knock is something like this if this comes through wow yeah that came through like Really aggressive, it's terrifying. Really, knock. the worst knock you want to ever. <laughs> and it's in have. this like hollow house in I the middle like of it. nowhere. Are your knuckles okay? Uh, that was they smart. <laughs> they, I'm really like trying to play it off with hand gestures, and I'm not holding my knuckles. That was really bad. Yeah. So she was like, "Oh, so I'm gonna come in and do that." So the entire 15 minute shower I took. I had to sing out loud because I was so scared that something was gonna happen. Which. And Mind then you, I, I never got up here. No, and then but I beat you out here. I was like, yes. Because someone lectured That's me in true. your lobby. But I like had these thoughts of like, oh, it's going to happen when I'm shaving my leg. Oh, and then I'm no. going to gash my leg. Well, I would or it's going to happen as I'm washing my face. And then I'm going to get soap in my eye. <laughs> like I was like, this is so I'm just going to sing really loudly. 
because that's what I do when I'm scared. So that's what happened. So you had a really <laughs> relaxing shower. It was really high anxiety, and that's I feel so like I smart. should take another one. And I feel like you deserve like a bath. I, like I should, something. I owe you a spa day. Or I something. need you do. I like that. I like oh, wow. going. Yeah, jumped on that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> spa day. Spa and day. Now I'm broke. Um, uh, so but so mom. yeah. So really quickly, my mom is very magical, and she no, um, very just like strong. Very takes care of well. She's gotten yes. She looks like my sister. She looks like she's. Oh, it is not how old she is oh i when i first moved back to the city like four years ago and i saw you and your mom in the park and she's in this fucking like crop top probably low-waisted jean shorts that are cut off at the knee probably just this big brimmed hat with long blonde hair hello i can't like i don't even want to be next to you in the park right now yeah it's crazy so damn vitamins it's the vitamin she takes all these supplements and she looks amazing and she's probably gonna die in her like late hundreds and she's the most she's probably gonna outlive me meanwhile we'll be 60 looking like we're 95 we'll be like death becomes her <laughs> gluing shit oh my back god on our yes faces. i hope so um what a way just a great day like way ago but it's just terrible but yeah so she she got into a little bit of an accident last week and the only operation other than uh she broke her collarbone so she needed to get her uh she had surgery on that her sucks. collarbone um, she now has two titanium plates in Hell there. Hell yeah, titanium <laughs> sisters! So stoked. So Chelsea clearly has oh, titanium right. Sorry, in her as well. I have a back rub. There you go. The back um, so, but yeah, my mom didn't take any pain meds because she doesn't believe in them. So the only thing she took was extra strength Tylenol, and the only other surgery that she's had was a cesarean, and that was, was me. That was you. You did that. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> So Can you she's imagine just the so pain badass. of breaking a collarbone? Well, apparently she broke it and she immediately knew. It's like, the, it's like so, I don't know. I look at my mom totally different now because she's even more badass than I thought she originally was. So I'm kind of like scared of my mom now. Well, I've always been afraid of your mom. <laughs> That's fair. I think a lot of people uh, are. Oh my God. Was it two Thanksgivings ago we tried to think, we at fucking 28 years old, we're panicking, trying to smuggle Maker's Mark into your mom's apartment. Was it Thanksgiving or Christmas? It was, it was we, a, we Oh, it was the day before Thanksgiving. Because we did Maker's Mark and Eggnog and played the Titanic game. What we did was we were like, let's get a bottle of we nice white wine. We got a tiny-ass bottle of Riesling, not at all thinking. Because Chelsea and I don't drink wine. No, of course. Also, we don't drink copious amounts of alcohol when we hang out. No, 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 never. We don't uh, do that. And, and your then, mom yeah. gave us shit just for that. It's so we had 28-year-old women <laughs> huddled in Pammy's old childhood. Because we had liquor <laughs> delivered. We had liquor delivered. And, no, and I'm like, I'll, I'll just sneak out. And I was like, no. And you're like, no, she'll hear the front door and wonder why we're coming and going. I'll be like, I'll just say I got my period. And you're like, no, she has tampons. <laughs> we can't use that. I'll be like, I don't know. I have a specific brand. Whatever. I don't know. So then we call delivery and we're like, uh, yeah, meet us in the in the hallway. Uh, so we try to sneak out and meet the guy and she's like, Pamela, is that you? And what did you get? What did you order? And, and like, I said, Ugh. And then I just we I just ran back into my room. I just ran away. And then Chelsea and I got oh my god shit faced I've in my never, room ever in my life almost <laughs> not wanted to eat thanksgiving because i was so hungover but we played we the titanic the board whole the game bottle of maker's mark there was only like an inch left when i mean we were done. but wasn't that it a eggnog little... was oh, real fuck, fucking that's good. just a story i i guess we are doing a thing right there's a point <laughs> to us talking to you guys 
God, I hope so. We're literally about to just hang out. Or are we just like reliving our memories we're and we're recording? I mean, them. we're reliving. We are living. Wow. We're about to go into this bitch living. Okay, so great segue. Why this we're is here. the first episode from the Chalice of Chalice Choice. Chalice of Choice. So Chalice last of Choice. Week. Chalice of Choice. Chalice of Choice. Chalice of Choice. <laughs> I forgot. I'm so sorry. I neglected the chant. It's always a song. Uh, last week, I the only clue I gave y'all was that I was given a boyfriend killer. That's not common at all. But, <laughs> and here's my thing with boyfriend killers oh uh, especially I'll just spoil the ending because uh she was all over the news uh she, especially boyfriend killers who are found guilty especially boyfriend killers who are found guilty where there's maybe abuse and maybe cheating and okay. all the shit all the shit yeah we've all been in relationships we all have had that fight where you're like I shit you not I dare you to go to sleep tonight. I fucking dare you to go to sleep tonight. I dare you to close oh your if eyes. If I even hear you sound asleep and snoring and enjoying this moment peacefully, I will suffocate you. Like, have we not all at some point been driven to that level of like, say one more thing. Look say at, something. Look at me one way and I shit you not. And We're lucky we don't you. carry guns in the house on. So all I'm you. saying is that uh, I really feel like in terms of like spousal murders, boyfriend, girlfriend murders, mm-hmm. like who are we to judge? There's so much that goes on. Not that I'm condoning murder, but I think doing a podcast on fatal females is slowly but surely turning me into a female murderer. Uh, I mean, that's great because then I could take the episodes into the prison and we can record <gasps> oh my God. through the glass. That would be, and we could we could then retitle the podcast through the glass. Through the prison Fatal glass. Females, Chelsea edition. Chelsea edition. Through the glass. Yep. Wow. I'll work on this. Maybe you should leave Maybe now should. and <laughs> kill somebody. Maybe I should. Babe, babe, are you at work? I'll be right there. I'll with be the right knife. there. Dead. <laughs> Twenty minutes. We just want to take this Fuck. This is gonna be bad. Anyway, boyfriend killer. Boyfriend killer. Girlfriend extraordinaire. Girlfriend extraordinaire. Jody Arias. Everybody. Wow. I don't know anything about this. I think the Chalice of Choice was a brilliant idea, and I'm we so excited. Still have and to I'm add ready to your go. Yes, we have to do the Lululemon. Mar- oh, and Lorena Bobbitt. Have- and Lorena oh, Bobbitt. What's wrong? I can't those. believe that's not one of one of the, okay, yeah, we'll do I it. I also we'll do have it. two more because I'm obsessed oh. with deadly females and there are oh. some real good, oh yeah, watch a show, it's on Prime Amazon, uh, or Prime Video, Deadly Women, it's so ridiculous, <laughs> but it's truly right on the line of this podcast and it's extremely dramatic and there's like one woman that knows everything to know about all of it's these It's that dark-haired women. woman. The dark-haired, short-haired woman. She's a criminal she's, expert. She's an <laughs> FBI profiler and she has the facts. Facts. I am obsessed with the show. I watch it like every morning from about two to five. Because that's, that's Chelsea's that's morning. That's my time. <laughs> when I, well, that's my bedtime. <laughs> two to five, I watch it every night. It's phenomenal. Anyway. Oh my God, here we go. Jody Arias. Jody Arias. Who Arias. is this? Ari- oh, wait, did I pronounce it wrong? I certainly don't oh, know. Oh, we should get that computer out. God Where's, damn the, Where's the computer? <laughs> thing? Uh, next to her name, I have a quote. Oh. You're bad. You make me feel so dirty. What is this episode? So I just want to open that. <laughs> so Jody Arias was dating a man named Travis Victor Alexander. So I get real name happy in the beginning here because both of their... He has three first names. He has... His whole name is Travis Victor Alexander. He has three first names. Yes. <laughs> 
But it's his first, middle, and last. No, but he has three first names. Right. His parents didn't quite know how to do the segue. Well, the whole rule in, like, the whole, like, rule for, like, all the, um, like, the 1980s, like, um, Molly Ringwald movies was all the guys would always, the hottest guys would always have their first and last name would be two first names, so they would always be the hottest oh, ones. Oh, cool. Like, in, what That's is why it, all... Sweet 16, I think, what was his name, like, Rock. Mike Ryan or something. Hell yeah. Well, that makes sense. That and all, any of, like, some lame-ass short stories I would want, like, write, the protagonist male would always be like, David Matthews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just super soap opera You have names. to have two yeah. hot, you have to be Ugh. hot to have two And you're automatically, names. like, a six-foot-two to five, like, broad-shouldered, beautiful man. Beautiful. When you say two first Is names. it Mike Ryan or is it Ryan... Anyway, go on. I'll, I'll, Here, we'll I'll remember that it. Out. I'll remember it. Uh, so this is going to be kind of an episode where, like, I, you know, I kind of focus both on the victim and the murderer. All right, murder. let's do it. Uh, so even, so, even keel. Travis Victor Alexander was born July 28th, 1977, and he died at the young, ripe age of 30, aye, June aye. 4th, 2008. Shit. From excessive blood loss, cuts to the throat and hands, and a gunshot wound to the head. Oh, we got knife and gun. It's It was inconclusive right off the bat if it was done pre- or post-mortem. Whoa. So, he's dead. He's not going to make it in this episode. I just want to get that real quick over with. Because she said victim, pretty sure that means he ain't living. He's not here anymore. He gone. May he rest. Bye. He has been for 10 years. <laughs> anyway, uh, Travis is, uh, I don't even fucking have where he was born, but he lives in the United States of America. And I don't know. I don't know. That's somewhere in my notes. That's great. It's been we'll a get long to it ass day. Anyway, Travis's father, Gary David Alexander, and Gar- uh, Gary David Ale- Girl, another three name wait thing. For it. Father Gary David Alexander, mother <clears throat> Pamela Elizabeth Morgan Alexander. What the fuck? Pamela Elizabeth Morgan Alexander. Wait, hold Go on. Go to your room. I don't like this. I don't condone this message. I'm, assur- sure. I'm assuming her surname was, or no, is it surname, her maiden name? Yes. I'm assuming her maiden name is Morgan and she adopted Alexander, but there's no hyphen, so who knows? There's no dash. Fucking giving bad fucking so, raps to my damn name. Pamela Elizabeth Morgan Alexander. We heard it. We heard it. Gary David Alexander this are both drug addicts. Oh, oh. And Travis and subsequently his, what was it, seven fucking siblings? Um, they are chronically abused physically and emotionally by both parents. There is massive uh, uh, evidence of child abandonment where they would be left to their own devices for days at a time. Uh, the children were starved because the parents were spending all of their money on drugs and not supplying any food to the household. So Travis came from a very shitty background. This Pamela um, is not giving. Pamela is not light. upholding the righteousness that is the Pamela name. I just want to say really quickly before I completely forget, the hot guy in 16 Candles is named Jake Ryan. Thank you. That's all I have to say. Not Ryan Mike or whatever the fuck I said. You were so close, though. You <laughs> Jake got Ryan. Ryan. Yep, his name is Jake Ryan, 16 Candles, Molly Ringwald. I feel like you said Jack Ryan or something. I don't know. Jake Ryan, that's all I want to say. All right. Mm-hmm, that's it. Okay. We so I just, that's all I've got Can we say. get back? Yep, we're going to get back. Right. That's, I just wanted to clear the air. Sorry, I, just, I was really picking up you know, speed and momentum. And and now now I'm not going to say anything. Anyway, so shitty childhood. 
Uh, he at eleven he moves in with his grandmother Norma Jean Preston Alexander Sarvey. I can't. This is absurd. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The names are so funny. Okay, so it's uh, just a family issue, I guess. So Travis Victor Alexander moves in with his grandmother Norma Jean Preston Alexander Sarvey and grandfather James Sarvey. Okay. Got it. Cool. Uh, they raise him in the Church of Jesus Christ and Latter-day Saints. Oh, Hello. Wow, this my is name cute. is Elder Alexander. Oh, my God. Um, his father dies in 1997, oh. and that's when all seven of the siblings Whoa. also move in with him and his grandparents. Uh, I guess he's the eldest. And at this point, he works for uh, prepaid legal services. Uh, from this point on, that'll be considered PPL because I ain't saying that shit, Uh, as a salesman and a motivational speaker. All right. So he attends, like, tons of conferences all around the United States to get people involved with this. I did not research what it was because we're focusing on murder here. We're focusing on facts only. Cut to Jody Arias, born July 9th, 1980. Okay. Father and mother are William and Sandra Arias. She has a very stable, middle-class okay. childhood. She's uh, a very quiet, well-behaved child, but she is a chronic dater. So she is one of those... Um, chronic dater? Like she uh, just jumps from... Like, yeah, what do... Like, monog- back... Monoga... No, no, no. Chronic dating. monogamous? What do, We've used, I've used literally this to define myself. So a serial I'm, monogamous? Yes, serial monogamous. Huh. So, like, the second one relationship starts to go south, we got a backup plan, and we leave that boyfriend for this boyfriend, and so on and but so forth. But is that... Mm, but Serial monogamy. I but is know. that monogamy if you're leaving someone while you're, like... Well, you're not is cheating. She She's not cheating. cheating? No. Oh, okay. Because well, yeah. she'll, like... You'll see. This Great. this is literally how she and Travis meet and then have their relationship is her pattern. Got it. Um she had a great childhood. There's a this comes up later in the trial. One of the she considers her parents like overbearing and abusive. Literally talking to the parents, uh the the detective talked to the parents and then like her sibling, I think. Not true at all. It's just they were getting, she started to like go downhill and become very rebellious uh, in high school Uh-oh. and started like dating older guys. Uh-oh. Was out all night. <gasps> just didn't want to report to the parents. Didn't want to have any discipline. Girl, I feel you. I I relate so much to this Rebel bitch, without a cause. Except for the killing part. Yeah. Boy. I have not done that yet. 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 <laughs> I've been known to go off the handle once or twice, oh, but not yet. buddy. Uh, so she gets really rebellious. She ends up dropping out of high school in her junior year, or no, moving out of her parents' house in junior year uh, because they ended up, they were suspicious of drugs because her grades started failing. So they searched her room and she caught them. Oh. And after that, she basically accused them of being abusive parents and overbearing and stifling her freedom and moved out of the house. I feel stifled. But they love you. They're, I feel ma- they're looking out for you. So basically, she had pretty good upbringing. Uh, no abuse. Uh, so in September 2006, Arius attends a PPL event, prepaid <laughs> legal services. That's the last time I'm saying it. PPL. She attends a PPL event in Las Vegas. 
And Viva so they, Las Vegas. There it is. Mm. What Damn. happens in Vegas, in this case, does not stay oh. in Vegas. Nice. Uh, so with um, PPL conferences, the night before, they have, they have like a black tie banquet event. So they get everybody in this big room, pass hors d'oeuvres, open ball. Swanky. Everyone's looking swanky. Uh, just so everyone's comfortable the next day at the conference and can really get into whatever the fuck they do. Uh, so you know PPL shit. PPL shit. Right. So Jody Arias shows up. She is a blonde hair, blue hey eye, hey a rocking body, brown chicken, brown cow. And Travis oh. is a man and looks at her and says, "Holy shit, Boner Town! <laughs> Two tickets to Boner Town." Well, one, well, one ticket. Well, I guess well, yeah, he's yeah, involved. You're gonna hop on the That's train. Fair. Get he's it. <laughs> gonna let you have that one. Oh shit that's good <laughs> <laughs> that's real good gonna let you i'm gonna take it i'm gonna take that one it's mm-hmm. fine mm-hmm. uh this is the exp- uh the example of the uh what did we fucking say something monogamy cro- cereal cereal monogamous so she had been dating a guy for four years at the time okay um, nothing happened at the convention but the chemistry between jody Palpable. and travis God damn it. Yes. Palpable. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, so she literally goes home, and after three days of being back home, she breaks up with her boyfriend. Deuces and to the pursue mooses. Travis. See you later. She ends up actually, so she was raised Christian. She ends up converting and being baptized oh. under the Mormon faith November 26, 2006. Oh, that's fast. Okay. And by February 20, uh, 2007, Jody and Travis are dating. Great. We're at uh, it. Jody moves to Mesa, Arizona. For Travis, they don't live together, but she lives nearby. We're in the area. Um, then uh, my notes look weird. Oh, within a year, though, she ends up moving to California with her grandparents. So during that oh. year, yeah. So November twenty sixth, no, uh, February two thousand seven, Jody moves. March of two thousand eight, Jody moves back. Okay. Uh, so within that year, they have a pretty tumultuous relationship. Uh-oh. Um, so due to Travis's immense faith in being raised in the ca- uh, the Mormon church, yeah. uh, he can't have premarital sex, like in most religions. Sure. Um, but he f- basically found a weakness within Jody. So the relationship starts to go south when it goes south because <clears throat> Jody has converted to Mormonism, has moved to Mesa. She... She's ready to lock it down with Travis. I would say. Well, Travis doesn't, um, because of Jody's overt sensuality, Travis will never, like, cannot perceive her as a wife. So she can only be this, like, fling for him. Like a sex <clears throat> object kind of thing? Basically. So she's just this kind of, like, mm-hmm. easy sex object for him. Mm-mm. Not to say there wasn't any genuine love there, um, but he kind of strung her along pretty well with just like the sex stuff um, and actively pursued other women uh, within the Mormon church that like he couldn't sleep with. Uh, there wasn't there was a moment of like they they threw a party <clears throat> at Travis's house and she was there like with him when all the guests showed up. Uh, but he like wasn't introducing her to anyone, even though she was pl- he let her play the host the whole night, had her like bringing things out, stocking shit. 
um, schmoozing all the guests, making sure everything was filled, and then literally wouldn't let her say goodbye to them at the end because he didn't want them to think she was going to spend the night, even though she was going to spend the night and have sex. Oh, yeah, I don't like that. Right. So he was play- she was really kind of getting jerked around. Uh, Wait, so he's boning her, though, right? <clears throat> oh, yeah. And But then he's also actively pursuing other girls in the to Mormon church. marry that he isn't boning. So, so he just looks at her like this as this, like, sex object. He gets all of his sexual impulses out okay. on Jody while okay. he finds his, like, Mormon bride. Wife. Okay. Oh, right. wow. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, okay. Um, even Travis's friends and family state that Travis would claim to not want Jody and say that he was working on getting her out of his life. However, to Jody, they were constantly in love, always making love, and having pretty kinky sex regularly. Those um, Mormons. That was, what is it, that magical underwear? The magical underwear. Oh, I later, I'll just get, I'll just, this comes up in trial. Great. Uh, but I'll just jump to it now. So they only had oral and anal sex. Oh. Because Travis figured if it wasn't vaginal. It didn't count. It didn't count. Oh my God. this comes up in a fun quote. I'm not going to spoil the quote, but he does call her bum uh, your Mormon hole. Okay. (laughs) I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't ready for that. There's a whole thing where Travis's family, during the trial, because he's dead, he can't fucking talk for himself, they try and paint him to be this, like, and I'm not saying he deserved to die for what he did No, no, of course not. But they literally try to paint him like this upstanding, like, perfectly morally right, beautiful example of of the Mormon church. And then, the you know, they start playing recorded conversation and that. That image goes downhill real Mormon hole. Mormon hole, if you will. Okay. All right. Um, so despite Jody openly converting to the Mormon church, Travis, is, Travis refuses to have an open commitment uh, to Jody. Uh, he strings her along sexually while he pursues other women, uh, more wife-worthy women. Rude. And I have this in my notes. Jody, by any other name, was first and foremost a jealous bitch. Cool. Cool. June 9th. By any other name. I thought we were going to quote some Shakespeare up in this We were bitch. about to. Oh, here we go. And then we quoted Chelsea. Yeah. June 9th, 2008, a young woman named Mimi Hall prepares to go to Cancun with handsome Travis Alexander. Ooh, this is, this is going to be bad. As the day progresses, it becomes clear Travis is not going to pick her up to go to the airport. <laughs> I'll uh, meet and you there. And <laughs> he is not answering his phone. Oh. Uh, he has missed an important conference call regarding the PPL conference in Cancun PPL. on June 4th. Very concerned because Travis is not a flake, except with Jody. Red flag. Uh, not a flake, ex- like, is obsessed with the PPL culture and the conference. Is like, would never sacrifice his job. Wow. Uh, so his friends gain access to his master bedroom uh, where they are met in, or master bedroom where in the bathroom they're met with pools of blood. Uh-oh. Travis is, has this mangled corpse wet in the shower, oh. stab wounds everywhere, blood everywhere. Uh, and during the 911 phone call, his friends mention an ex-girlfriend, Jody Arias, who Travis has claimed was stalking him and leaving threatening message, like slashing his tires after dates. Well... I mean, I'm pretty sure that's a Carrie Underwood song. <laughs> I mean... 
Isn't that a Carrie Underwood song? Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure that is a Carrie Underwood Dug song. My key into, into the, the side, side of his pretty, pretty little souped up four Shit. Of his pretty little souped up four wheel drive. Okay, got it. It's all right. May 28th. Pretty little souped up four wheel drive. Pretty little souped up four wheel drive. Carved my name into his leather seat. Jody, bitch. Shit. Uh, now, month later, May 28, 2008. Oh, no, wait. No, I'm lying. I'm taking it back. We're re- All right, yeah, that's right. I forgot to be, like, taking it back. So, June 9th, we don't know where Travis is. Where's just, Travis? Where's Travis? Oh, oh he's dead oh, in the shower. dead. There he is. Take it back one, around a week. Got it. May 28th, uh, our, yeah. A little over a week. Yeah, May 28, 2008, there's a burglary at Jody's grandparents' house <gasps> where she's living at the time. Okay. In California. A, yes. Okay. Now, he, yeah, he's in Arizona. Right. Uh, among multiple things stolen was a .25 caliber Colt pistol. Uh-oh. Whereas at the crime scene, there is a single shell casing from a .25 caliber pistol found. That doesn't look good, does doesn't it? Doesn't look Mm-mm. good at all. Mm-mm. However... From on June 2nd, from 1 to 3 a.m., there are, uh, Arius had called Travis about four times with no answer. Between 3 and 5 a.m., no, between 3 and 4 a.m., they have two calls, one for 18 minutes and the next one for 41 minutes. Wow. Now it's 4 a.m., they talk, Jody calls Travis, they talked for four minutes. Whatever occurred during those conversations, which would have been... June 2nd to June 3rd, uh, none of that was used. None of it was brought into evidence for the trial, even though there's full transcripts of the Why? conversations. I don't know. I don't know. We, that's weird. Exactly. That's what I think. I feel like there was probably a pretty... That's that's just such that's, a Is frantic, that the last time they spoke on record? On, re, on record before, like to her alibi, yes. So then what the... They really didn't bring that into court? No. Not, neither the prosecution or the defense uses these calls. So times. maybe they were just like, hey, I miss you. Love you. Bye. Like, but that would have been but then that towards gone to her, her defense yeah, yeah, in yeah. a way yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. he was supposedly saying she's psycho and stalking me and I right. want nothing to do with and her. And now he's like, oh, I love you too. And well, like, this is oh, all but hypothetical. now y'all are talking yeah. for 18 and 41 minutes. At 5.39 a.m. that morning of the 2nd, or it might be the 3rd. It's probably the 3rd. Sure, it's, it's June you know, 3rd. Wiki. Uh, Jody sets out to rent a car for a road trip to Utah because she also has a PPL conference there. So she's still involved with PPL and doing it separately from Travis. All right. Uh, she's now dating um, a new guy named Ryan Burns, who she met at another PPL event. So really, That's just her like go to y'all put Tinder down because BPL is making matches. BPL, holy shit! So she claims she rents a car at eight oh four a.m. because she's gonna take a trip to Utah. She drives south to Southern California to visit some friends um, before driving to Utah. Oh, here it is. Yeah, so this is June second, five thirty nine a.m. June third, two thousand eight. Arias is on the road to Salt Lake City. Oh, Utah. Salt Lake City. Now. We're caught up. It's June 4th. Travis misses the conference call. Uh Uh-oh. June 5th, Jody meets Ryan Byrne in Utah and attends meetings for the upcoming conference. Byrne notes that Jody, since he has last seen her, has dyed her beautiful blonde hair brunette. Uh, and there are cuts all over her hands, which oh. she just says is um, Got into a fight with a cat. due to bartending. Bartending. Which is fair. 
That's uh, fair. You've got some cuts oh on my yourself. God. Yep. Wine foil is yeah. obnoxious. Oh, yeah. That, oof. Ow. Jesus. All that the just time. thinks of. Ah, la, la, la. Oh, well, you don't feel it. You only feel it when you go to grab a lime ah. or you get lime Ooh. juice on it. And then you're looking at the guests mm. and going, ah, <laughs> one second. <laughs> then you, do you have I'm to put a finger fire. condom on? Because those things freak me when out. When <laughs> I find the cut, depending on where it is, yes, I will oh, put a finger condom Oh, my God. On. Those things. I'd rather you not put that on I your finger and serve me a drink. I because they're bright blue. And I think to, like, they alert. Look, I don't when like When I have a bartender with any kind of bright blue Band-Aid or finger condom, I'm like, I don't, I don't need a garnish. I don't want it. it please I don't, don't want, touch the lip can of I do, glass. Can I have Actually, other bartenders? Can I just do it? I know how to make Glass of wine, please. Water's fine. Water's great. <laughs> I'm leaving, basically. <laughs> All right. June 6th, Arius leaves Utah to drive back to Cali. She calls Travis. This is fun. So Travis is probably dead by June 4th at this point. Sure. Let's, that's a safe She calls Travis multiple times on June 6th and leaves him several voicemails. Oh. She also, I'm not, there's no information on what she does, but she also personally accesses Travis's voicemail herself. So they had such a close bond. Sure, sure, and sure, sure, like sure, they sure, were sure. able to access people. It's shit. like that Friends episode where Monica goes on Richard's voicemail oh. and then leaves her voicemail as his intro. That is phenomenal. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, I must have been on my period or something. And it's That's, like, what? Um, That's may, one of well the done, best ones. Oh my god, it's one of the best episodes. I kind of like their relationship. It's the best. Uh, so yeah, I think it's really fun that now because later she she's she was found guilty, guys. We're not. I hope I'm not spoiling Ooh, a learning this. I just think it's I'm hilarious that he's already dead, and she's like, "Are you there, Travis? Lol, are you there? Oh. I know you're not." Oh god. June seventh, Jody Arias returns the rental car, clocking twenty eight hundred miles. Okay. The clerk uh, at the rental office claims that the floor floor mats were missing, and uh, there were dark red stains <gasps> on one of the back and one of the front seats. She got Italian on the way home. It, whatever, Spasta ketchup. Sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but this cannot be confirmed uh, whether this happened before or after, since the co- there was no documentation of like, you know, oh, the, there was no oh, pre-check, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they couldn't be sh- like they couldn't say for sure if the the mats were missing before or after she got the car. Gotcha. And then the cops couldn't use the stains because the car had been cleaned by the rental agency before they inspected it. So they the car can't Dismissed. be used at all. Dismissed. Dismissed. Uh, now June 9th, Travis's body is discovered. So we discover that Travis had initially labeled Jody as his plus one on the Cancun trip that Mimi Hall was waiting to go with, but shortly before the trip, he changed his travel companion to Mimi Hall. So I'm sure that didn't go over very well. You're allowed to let them know you left your I'm Pammy left her seat, and she's trying to weirdly be, like, cool about it. And I'm like, I openly urinated on one of our past episodes. No, you didn't. You blew your nose. There's a difference. Oh, right. Guys, I thought my, I looked at the computer. I thought it was going to deep, that would have been a shit thing. I just don't know why you didn't think I was going to call your ass I don't know. I thought you just keep talking. I'm just, I just want to charge the computer. That's it. We're fine. I'm here. We're done. We're at the crime scene. I'm here. We got it. Travis is dead in the shower. He sustained up to 30 stab wounds, a slit throat, and a gunshot wound to the head. He had defensive wounds and cuts all over his hands. And during a search of the property, police located a digital camera that had been cycled through the wash, but the memory card was still intact. 
cycled through the wash, meaning it was in the wash was found dryer. Found in the washing machine. Yeah. So the camera was broken. She was so panicked. She was like, "What do I do with this camera? Oh, Ooh, let me just wash and dryer. We'll never find it. Get they the fuck are out. at the crime scene. Also, let me not remove the chip. Let me not remove the memory card. Wait, the memory card was in the yes, thing? with oh. all of the images and deleted shit still on it. Okay, that's that's so, shit. So under the deleted pictures, they uncover. Tons of photographs. Ooh, so, like what types of the photographs? The photographs are... They Lude images? Lude oh, yeah. images? They timestamp from 1.40 to 5.29 p.m. All of the pictures are ba- just porn- like pornography. Between them two? Between the two of them. Oh, shit. So, like, Jody's got... And, like, I have a documentary for all of you to watch at the end of this. And in one of the pictures, she's, like, fully naked... Tight little fucking body, tits out, everything out, little pigtails, sultry at the camera. Oh, pigtails! There's an, with like there's another picture of like Travis and her being provocative. There's lubricant beside them. Lubricant. So clearly, all this naughtiness went down. Naughty, naughty. From one forty to five twenty nine. Um, then also from one the the pictures then go into the shower where like. She's taking, someone's taking pictures of Travis, like, in the shower. He's posing like a fucking model in a perfume commercial. Because his his name is two first names. Then That's all why. of a sudden it goes from Travis posing like a model in the shower to literally the next picture is of a body in that same shower profusely bleeding. She took a picture? <clears throat> There's multiple pictures of Travis dead, blood. What? There's random pictures of like, a, 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 some of them look like the camera just kept firing off. Like a like a burst yeah, or whatever? Yeah, because one of them is just the bottom of like a flared leg jean, like a flat black like Ked sneaker. Holy with shit. With just like a body beside it and blood <gasps> everywhere. Um, on the wall towards the bathroom is a bloody handprint that's like streaked across that contains DNA from both Jody and Travis. Oh, this is this doesn't look good at all, does this it? This don't look good. No, at all. this doesn't look good. So Jody's arrested on July fifteenth. Not surprised. Uh, and then she's finally extradited back to Arizona September fifth. She initially pleads not guilty. Not guilty. I mean, bitch. I can't believe she threw the camera in the washer. I'm taking a drink right now for Jody Arias. That... Just take the Because ca- here's my thing. Where is the... Wh- wh- first, I would have... I see... That's why I thought it was so funny, but now I just think it's sad because I would think that, like, she took the memory card out and was like, what the fuck do I do with this camera? Oh, my Travis's, God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Travis's camera, new camera. Like, I'm going to put it in somewhere fucking weird. I'm going to put, put it in the, in the washer. Wash. No fingerprints. And then they wouldn't, like... She was always gonna be a suspect in this, but that 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 move with the camera. But then really fucking. But then her. she didn't do that, and she just looked at the camera and she was had, like, "What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do with this?" <laughs> <laughs> Which though makes you think, okay, she probably wasn't in her right mind when all of this happened. I mean, because and they're they're also just having such a sexy good time that I'm like, what? triggered her is that your nail polish that is a beautiful color. oh it is yeah like that a lot. it's like thank a nice much. matte it's nude. like a taupe situation yeah, it's beautiful thank you very much hmm. uh yeah, yeah that's bizarre because it goes from them like sexy 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 dead 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 <laughs> so quickly into norman bates psycho mode 
Like in the shower and everything. In the shower and everything. Damn. Crazy. So guess what? Don't throw your camera with the evidence into Guys, the wash. just memory card. Take the just, memory card Or out. just take the fucking camera with you. That's it. Because she had a great 2,800 miles on a rental car. Her friends in Southern Cali were like, yeah, we saw her. People all along the trip were like, You know what she could have been done? She could have been driving in the dark of night after she murdered her boyfriend or ex-boyfriend or whatever. She could have tossed that fucking camera out and none would be the wiser. I would have eaten the memory card. (laughs) Like, that's... I would have panicked and been like, not going to find this. Oh, wow. Well... I don't think anyone's inspecting poop. That's your I don't your think decision. anyone's doing it. So I think I'm safe. <laughs> for anyone who's like... It's like Belle Ganesse. Who are like Belle <laughs> For the cops that are studying my murder case, mm-hmm. it's I. It's in my bowels. The evidence... And she flushed it. I flushed the evidence. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. It's in the ocean. Uh, over the next few years of trials, and by years I mean like she isn't even sentenced until fucking like 2015. Oh shit. Um, uh, Jody's story drastically changes. So oh. first, she was nowhere near Mesa, Arizona. That is where he's from. I, I knew I wrote it down. You said that. Oh, I said Mesa? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You said Mesa uh, like six times. I don't ever know what I talk about. <laughs> uh, right, I have the worst short-term memory. I knew exactly where we were. Thank you, marijuana. In the map, cool. Arizona, you. Mesa. So she claims, I was nowhere near Mesa on June 4th. Don't know where that is. Um... I was in my car. Driving. I'm driving to Utah. Having a fun road trip to solo. to my friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, then later, she has this elaborate story of two intruders broke in, <gasps> one male, one oh, shit. female. Oh, shit. The, the female stabbed Travis. The male shot him. Oh. She hid in the closet. The male pressed a gun to her head and said, don't you fucking move or say anything. Whoa. The girlfriend came in, or the girl came in, Jody says she obtained the scratches on her hands because she was deflecting the girl's knife. Uh, the girl wanted to kill her, but the man kept saying, that's not why we're here. That's not why we're here. Focus. And when the detective was like, well, why were they there? Jody was like, I guess to kill Travis, because that's what they did. Mer. Wow. Finally, two years after Jody is arrested, she finally confesses to killing Travis. But it's in self-defense due to repeated domestic violence. So hold on. I may have uh, zoned out for a second. That's How fair. did she... Wait, how was she arrested? Because they found she, the camera? Uh, she was... A, yeah, they found the camera, and she okay. was arrested in her grandparents' house July 15th. And okay. extradited to Arizona, because that's where she murdered. Got it. Okay, totally September zoned out. 5th. Whoopsie daisy. So yeah, she's the prime... She Like, when they found the body with the friends saying, like, Travis has been bitching about the stalker ex. Camera in the wash coming out. Camera in the wash with her on. It was her on the camera. Sure, sure, sure. But they were like, "Uh, "There she is." Yeah, yeah, yeah. There she goes. (laughs) Pre-trial bump bump because that's what I have in my book. Bump bump. Over eight thousand texts and emails were acquired by the defense. Damn. Uh, but they don't really find anything out of the ordinary. Uh, so there's really nothing they can use at that. It seems to be an amicable relationship. They seem to be pretty close friends, even when they're not dating. How many texts do you think we've sent to each other? <laughs> I would say way more than 8,000. One million text messages. At least. There's some times where I can't find anything. Can you imagine if one of us ends up dead and the <laughs> poor fucking people have to go through any no, it those? would be great because they'd be like, I fucking give up. Yeah, they'd be like, who cares? <laughs> who cares if one of them killed the other? They, they're meant for each other. Oh my God, yes. See you in hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
shit. Uh, prior to her arrest, uh, Jody is interrogated by a gentleman named Detective Flores. I didn't find his first name. I didn't care until the end. I actually found it at the end, but I just didn't fill it in. It was fun. I just, for weirdly, I like to confess when I'm just being a lazy caster. <laughs> caster? Podcaster. I was bringing oh, that. It, oh, my that, God. It didn't land. Sorry. Right. Just, there it is. We'll breeze through it. Ooh, land. sorry. Ooh, didn't um, happen. So Detective Flores is very open that he's not buying any of Jody's alibis. So smart man, smart man. This is actually really fun, and it's in the documentary. I'll talk about it at the end. Uh, full camera, you get just the full interrogation. Oh, nice. Or not full, but like the fun little bits. Like the camera's in the corner, and it's yeah. bird's eye view. And I mean, oh, it's I love definitely that edited shit. for like the f- more fun oh, moments yeah, yeah, of yeah, her, yeah, yeah, but yeah. they are my favorite moments. Um, so she basically like is drawing up a map. She's like, I went this way and then I went up that way. And around this time I ended up in Utah and even (laughs) Detective Flores goes, okay, cool. But there's like a solid 18 hours that you could have gone to Mesa, killed Travis and been well on your way to Utah. You have a huge time period. And then she's like, oh, I mean, I guess. So then he's just like, fuck this. I'm just going to throw out the photographs that we found. So, Ooh, we're just coming so in red hot. Goes, coming in hot. He literally goes, I mean, Jody, this is you. This is all of you because it's the naked picture. Oh, shit. Jody's looking flat out at herself naked on a bed and says, I mean, it does look like me. <laughs> oh. I love this bitch. She's my friend. He then shows her the photo of the pants, legs, and shoes and tells her that that is hers and that her hair and DNA were found all over his apartment. She says, well, of course it's all over there, the apartment. We've been intimate there for over a year. Detective Flores is not buying it, reads Jody or writes. He's like, nope, there's holes in your story. I'm bringing you in. You're being arrested. Uh, he makes sure he, she understands that she is not going to be leaving. She's getting booked and arrested. Um, he then leaves the room to whatever that thing is to start the booking prod for the booking procedures. I'm sure the arrest warrant, whatever. I don't know. Laws. The arrest procedure. When he leaves on the cameras, Jody starts to sing, Oh, Holy Night. In like this really soft like, oh holy night, the stars are bright. Why the fuck is she singing that song? No shit, it's fucking July. First off, that's my favorite Christmas song. So Apparently, I'm it's offended. I'm offended. Why would she sing that song? She's then sing like the little drummer boy or something <laughs> stupid. She's then sort of like hanging off the back of her chair. Giggling quietly to herself. Creep town She's party sort of, of one. Like, she looks down at her lap and just says, huh, brat. Brat? Uh, detective. Yeah. <laughs> she just says, brat. Uh, Flores re-enters the room <laughs> to explain that he's now going to be in a few short minutes that Orderly's going to come in and take her to strip down, put on the jumpsuit, do the fingerprinting, book her up, We're do doing the mugshot. This. We're doing this. Jody says... And it's kind of sweet. She, uh, she, she's crying a little bit, but she says, I know how shallow this makes me look, and I know how shallow I am, but can I freshen up before I take the photo and be given some makeup? You know what? Good for her. Det- <laughs> We've seen mugshots. Fucking, We've seen mugshots. Oh, we, 
Thank and you. here's my thing. She was raised in the Lindsay Lohan era. She knows what a bad mugshot can do to a girl. She doesn't know how hot you can be in that and mugshot, a.k.a. that hot model dude with the, remember that hot yes! model dude? Yes! Yeah. And no one gave a fuck about what he did. And that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, she knows how to play. He's now engaged to the woman whose dad started Top Shop. I mean, he's fucking hot. Those blue <laughs> eyes of his and his, like, That, like, bare... small... I, how dare you? That's Ooh. that's unnecessary. Mm. Unnecessary. Mm. Anyway. This continue. is why biracials were sexy as shit. <laughs> so Detective Flores is pretty much stunned because he's not really used to guilty people asking to put makeup on. I would just like to take a moment and I'd like to put on some foundation really and some mascara. Good. Like, my dad's going to see this. Can I look together? I mean, the internet's going to see the world. it. I want to look good. The world. I don't blame her. Uh, he leaves the room again, probably just to get away from that psycho <laughs> She begins to sort of, like, pace around the room, just, like, <sighs> sighing a little bit. She swings her arms back and forth and then without warning drops into a headstand up against the wall and giggles to herself some more. A headstand? Like a, a headstand. yoga headstand? I mean, I don't know what the is. Is she on her head is. or she is on her handstand? No, head. Head? Yeah. Oh, shit. On her head, leaning back up against the wall, giggling. <clears throat> she must hear something out in the hallway because she kind of looks, drops back down and then smooths right back into her chair as they come to take her away. Then it just flashes to our headshot. Excuse me. So apparently when she's getting, she's in her jumpsuit, she's up in front of the camera, she's like smoothing down her hair. She asks the photographer, do I look okay? And gives... I like how you call that man a photographer, by the way. I mean, Because he just takes mug shots. Professional. (laughs) You mean... (laughs) You mean Annie Leibovitz? (laughs) Like, what? Hold on, oh let me pull god. up her mugshot. Oh my god, pull it up. Uh, pull it up. And I'll I use wanna see this. it. I wanna see it. There she is. So she's got Oh like, my god, this chick. Yeah. This is who we're talking yes. about. So she's oh, got her like shit. she's got her head tilted down. She's, she's got a little lip gloss. She's looking up at the camera. She's got a little smile oh on. My she's looking real cute. God. Real cute. Just having a blast. That's it. Looks like a senior yearbook photo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it effing does. Holy shit! Holy shit! Wait, that's funny that the, as hell. Yeah, that's the same person. Okay, I was like, is that the actress that plays her? I'm like, no, that's legit. Oh, oh, oh! Live on the podcast. Live just on the cast. Now, live a on the new cast. Mugshot. She is not smiling in it. Ooh, she doesn't look She doesn't look good at all. Oh, poor girl. She looks great in that one. Very Uh, sad in that one. Yeah, because she in jail. She in jail now. For real. She no fun now. Yeah. Uh, They attempted to make Jodi talk by uh, by enlisting a female detective, thinking maybe she would, like, look up to more of, like, a motherly figure. Hell to the fucking no. Jodi shuts down, like, a fucking, I don't know, steel screen nice, at the end of nice. like a business day a steel screen at the end of like will day. not talk will not even look at this bitch in the room she's finally like would you rather talk to detective flores and she goes yes i would rather talk to detective flores because i know he's been in contact with travis's family a lot so she just really wanted to, i think she was she just wanted to be close to like Travis's family, what people are saying about her. Oh my god, Do people this think chick. She's guilty. All right. The trial. Bum, 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 bum. 
Persecution, Juan Martinez immediately seeks the death penalty for Jody Arias. The defense claims that death was a justifiable homicide committed in self-defense. Ryan Burns testifies. I don't know who the fuck that is. Uh, Ryan Burns is her oh, oh, that's boyfriend. Right. Her Thank, boyfriend, boyfriend, I, thank you for whatever. keeping up. Yeah. I'm not. I got you. Oh, oh, paying attention. Thank what? you. Uh, Ryan Burns testifies that Jody did visit him in Utah where they spent a few hours making out. Making uh, out, she making t- out. He, Asks about the cuts in her hands. She says that they were from a broken glass at her bartending gig at a place called Margaritaville. But no such (laughs) restaurant exists because she was actually employed at a place called Casa Ramos. Casa Ramos. uh, Where apparently she claims she then giggled and was like, oh, right, Casa Ramos. I made like a bazillion margaritas. Uh, the prosecutor. I have the song stuck in my head. Sorry. I mean, not really. Wasted away again. Yeah, I'm never upset about that. That's a great song. Uh, actually, I think if this, but I see, I really think we should start doing like themed music per episode. Yeah, let me fucking get the rights to that song. Also, here's a million dollars. No, be like, (laughs) listen to this song while listening to the podcast. It's what we want. It's what we ask. Uh, the prosecution <laughs> just yeah like do we have to get that cop like do we have to ask for those rights yes god damn it <laughs> yes. I hate the world uh, the prosecution clearly brings up the fact that the .25 caliber shell was found and that they Jody most likely staged the robbery the robbery to obtain the gun uh, pr- prosecution Martinez states before his death Travis had called Jody a sociopath and that she was the worst thing to ever happen to him. Whoa. It was said that Arius was stalking Travis and slashed his tires after he went on dates with other women. It was claimed that Travis was afraid of Jody. That's what his friend said. Um, towards, I guess, the end of their relationship. I oh, I also want to say when she was in the room right before she was arrested, when she was creeping out and singing A Holy Night, she had kicked her shoes off. Oh, getting cozy. Yeah, so like she was just fucking comfortable shit all the time. February 4th, 2012, Jodi Arias takes the stand in an unprecedented 18-day testimony where she basically fucks herself and contradicts herself over a thousand times. Ah, Thus, damn it, Jodi. Literally, the foreman said that he wanted the champ, like he wanted to find, like he was like, I'm open to finding you. Not like innocent, but you had reason. And he just said flat out, 18 days was too long. She did not make a good witness. There's no way I couldn't have found her guilty after hearing all that. Because she just she was just talked and cross-examined for too long. So just she just kept fucking up her story. Uh, she claims a violent childhood uh, where she was abused by her parents uh, when she was seven, and that um, I don't know why. Oh, this is just to like I had a shitty childhood. Uh, I'm pretty sure she was using that into, like, which is why I've picked a violent man and I've just been surrounded by violence and now this is why I've snapped. Uh, That's not substantiated. Her siblings deny it. It's literally all back to the rebellion of her early teen years where she found them searching her room. And they, you know, told her to be home by 10 o'clock because she was 16 years old and she found that to be, like, abusive. You know, we all have our tolerance, I guess. (laughs) I mean... If that's her limit, then I would Shit. have murdered 30,000 people already. That's what I'm already. saying. I was like, if we're basing it off of like a, a rebellious youth where we're dating men, our parents don't want us to date, I'm like, I should have killed almost every partner of mine by Or just now. like staying out late and like, 
I don't know. And your know. parents yelling at you as to why you're God. out so late? Abuse, I say, abuse. I'm going to kill somebody because I'm scarred from this. By curfew. Oh, they made me come home before midnight. <laughs> Uh, on her second day on the stand, Jody decides to open up about her and Travis's sex life, where she brings up that he would only have sex with her at first, uh, orally or anal. That's not cool. Anally, because he was pretty sure his faith didn't consider that real sex. She's flat out like, it's real sex. It's sex. Let me tell you, did not like anal sex the first time she had it. She said it was kind of painful. No shit, sweetheart. <laughs> Fuck. Eventually they had vaginal intercourse. Oh! Not as frequently as the other two because apparently Travis would like accuse her of like leading her to the devil or whatever and that's why he couldn't make uh, her a okay, wife because she was seducing this. him. And I don't have time even for that. one of the uh, like reporters in the documentary brought up like, I mean, how. <laughs> Fuck. I, it made me so angry because he was like, how could how could Travis's up Travis uphold his faith when his like sexy girlfriend is sneaking in in the dead of night and climbing naked into her his bed? And I'm like, I don't know, man, because he can control his dick. Like, what? He wears magic underwear. Like, He's yeah, a Mormon. Why wasn't he wearing his little onesie to God protect him it. from all of her sexuality? Like, God ugh. Damn it. Yeah, it's always our fault. Uh, whatever, whatever. Uh oh. I love it. So they, there. She submits like audio of her and him. That's where that one quote at the very, the quote, <gasps> "You're bad. You make me feel so dirty." That's what she said to him. <laughs> That's on the audio oh tape. Oh my god. Um, on one of the tapes, Travis is heard telling Jody that he wants to zip tie her to a tree, dressed as Little Red Riding Hood, and put it in her Mormon hole. Which is her bum. Oh. Bum. Bum, 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 bum. Yes. <laughs> Zip tie to a tree. In, in a Dressed in a, as Little Red Riding Hood. And then. And put it in her Mormon hole. So he wants to, he basically has a fantasy of a fairy tale. He wants to tale. be the big bad wolf is what he wants he to be. He is the big like, bad wolf. Well, no, he was. Oh. Oh my God. I, that's uh, a lot. Arius is then heard replying, this is so debasing, I love it. Okay. <laughs> Just feeding the fire. Feeding so the fire. So not necessarily an upstanding Mormon sexual relationship between, like, you're, they're both the fact that he wants to rape a fairy tale I character, mean, I'm and here's pretty the thing. sure that is something else. Because Little Red is notorious, is, no, famously a young girl. Oh, she's like going to her best, grandmother's like, home. Like 11, 12 tops. She is skipping through the fucking forest. Into the woods and down the dell. Oh, okay. There it is. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so now at this point in the trial, Jody claims that Travis actually struggled with finding younger boys and girls sexually attractive. Boys and girls. Boys and girls. Oh. And that she was helping him with these sexual impulses mm, uh-huh, through uh-huh. their fantasies, phone sex, and whatnot. About so, yeah. On another tape... Jody is clearly moaning orgasmically, oh. and Travis says, you sound like a 12-year-old girl having her first, first orgasm. <gasps> I love it. <gasps> so this goes against all of the claims of Travis being I don't like it, this, I don't like, like it, I don't like it, I don't like it. Super pious person, because nope. his family was like, he would never like dabble it. in sexual debauchery. He would never say anything How about does your sex son look with now, young huh? children. How yeah. does your son look well, now? Well, they all hung their head. Well, no, honestly, in the courtroom, when this footage, like, they kept looking at her like, 
this is all her fault. What a whereas uh, she's she most of her is reacting off of some of the shit he says. Damn. Um, do I have to wait for that or did there's another quote that's really fun? Oh yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't need to wait for that. He, on another tape, he calls her his three-hold wonder. Oh, which is real. I think is very sweet. That's really endearing. Happy Valentine's Day, three-hold three wonder. wonder. So like, oh, he doesn't fucking respect this bitch at all. Like she is a vessel for his seed. That and is through. so fucked Blech. up. Uh, Jody testifies that her and Travis's relationship became very volatile with physical and emotional abuse thrown in. Um, she claims that on one occasion, Travis shook her and then body slammed her on the ground Whoa. and started kicking her in the ribs. Whoa. When she went to to break, like defend herself, he ends up kicking her ring finger and permanently like disfiguring it so it's chronically bent on her left hand. Yeah. As he's beating her, he supposedly screams, I'm fucking sick of you, and taunted her when he was kicking her, saying, don't act like it hurts. In the courtroom, Arius holds up a permanently bent ring finger, like the um, knuckle. middle knuckle okay. is like, I, like I can't even, it's like her finger chronically is just bent oh. at the middle one. She's got a little, like a witchy finger. Uh, yeah, so when she holds it up, like all of her other fingers are flat, but the ring finger is permanently oh, bent. You can see I it. See. Uh, fucking Juan Martinez, the prosecution. I totally, like, Jody's guilty. She's, like, she killed him. Sure. He had a bit of, like, a witch hunt oh, vibe no. to him. Okay. Like, this, he was making this very personal. So, just even with, like, other witnesses, like, he wasn't necessarily, like, he was, like, taking selfies with, like, fans of the, like, people that wanted Jody Excuse to. Excuse me? Yeah. He was a little gross. I don't like uh, this He character. His behavior actually caused her defense attorneys to ask for a mistrial on a couple occasions, and then it was overruled. Oh, yeah. No, I don't like this Because he was being a little... I don't like it. ...too um, aggressive. I don't like it. Uh, so he shows a picture, and this is great, because I'm literally, like, yelling at the TV in the documentary. He shows a picture of Jody apparently after this supposed attack, this alleged attack, this factual attack. Factual. Facts here. Um, where she, like, has her hand thrown around someone else's shoulder, and her hands are very just loose and limp. So he's claiming that because all of her fingers, because they're like this, are flush, and that there is no broken finger. But, like, if you even look at the picture, all of her all of her fingers are in, like, a very relaxed, bent right. position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're, like, you throw your hand around someone's, it just sort of slumps bent. Yeah. And I'm, like, her finger looks exactly how it always does. It's just all the other fingers are now bent to match it. And he's, like, all your fingers are flat. And I'm, like, that's, like, though I would have been, like, no, next. Of, like, objection. Clearly a bent finger. Go take another selfie, you uh, so I'm not saying she bent or broke that finger due to Travis, but I am saying the fucking finger was bent after this set attack. Sure. Because, you know, I, I did the research. Um, Facts. So basically she says that this cataclysmic duo just reached their climax on June 4th. Uh, oh, my God, I can't even read my handwriting. You got this. You got this. 
Oh, so, oh, and this is Jody's third tale. So we have, I wasn't even there. Oh, okay. To, it was a male and female intruder with masks on that killed Got him. It. To now we have the third and final tale, which is she was taking all the sexy photos of Travis in the shower. It was a brand new digital camera, unused. She apparently says she dropped the camera and he fucking snapped and started attacking her. And she had to kill him in self-defense. Okay. So let's all just sit on that one for a moment. March 14th. A psychologist, Richard Samuels, testifies for six days for the defense. He claims that Jody's mixed stories and memory loss was an acute symptom of PTSD and shock under having an intense fight-or-flight moment while being attacked by Travis. So he's trying to substantiate that, well, she's jumbling her story and she's not getting facts right and she's forgetting things. All right. Because she went through a horrible trauma. She was attacked and then she herself had to fight for her life, killing the man she loved. She cannot be blamed for her state. She cannot be blamed for the fact that she can't remember shit. Yikes. Uh, Good old prosecution comes back at Richard, uh, claiming that he... His relationship with Jody is now unbiased and convoluted because before testifying for Jody, Richard admitted having immense compassion for her. And apparently they were on like, not like a weird intimate personal level, but just like bo- very bonded, like okay. buddies. Okay. Uh, so they didn't want Richard. They basically just wanted all that thrown out. Another psycho, uh, a psychotherapist named Alice La Violette. Oh. Uh, yeah, very fancy. La Violetta. La Violetta. Uh, substantiated claims of domestic abuse saying that Arius has behaviors of abuse victims and that many victims don't come out and say we're be- they're being abused um, because of feelings of shame that they deserve it or fear that it will lead to worse violence uh, or death. Uh, La Violette used emails from Travis's close friends who advised Arius to move on from the relationship because Travis has been abusive to women. Oh, has he? So, where's that prosecution? Huh. Um, another psychologist for the prosecution, Janine DeMarte, stated that Arias didn't suffer from PTSD, amnesia, abuse, etc. She claims that Arias suffers from borderline personality disorder due to immaturity and the unstable sense of identity that comes with that disorder. I Because someone's immature doesn't mean that they have bipolar disorder. Borderline personality. <laughs> ah, that's exactly what I meant, sorry. Uh, I am a big fan of borderline personality disorder and actually self-diagnosed myself with it when I was like 17. And oh, then okay. my therapist told me that crazy people don't diagnose themselves as crazy and I wasn't <laughs> allowed to claim it. And I was like, but I literally check off every box that's... and it would give me such an excuse to be a fucking psychopath. Sure, sure. Very upset that he took that away from me like may that. he rest uh, a final psychologist because let's just fucking throw psychologists at we this just case. need all of them there. can the world of psychologists please psychology today case? get here now <laughs> would the real psychologist please stand up okay. please stand up sorry i don't know why i just went slim shady on it <clears throat> i mean that was pretty great <laughs> a final psychologist robert geffner or jeffner is it a soft G? Is it a hard G? <laughs> we won't ever know. We'll never figure it uh, out. Stated that bipolar disorder was not appropriate and that all tests taken since Jody's arrest pointed to anxiety disorder due to trauma and that the test also showed Arias answered her questions very honestly with uh, no lying. Okay. So he's 
I don't know. Quite frankly, here's my thing. If person, the if the persecution's psychologist is saying that she's suffering from a mental disorder, prosecution, right? Prosecution. Right, right, did I say yeah. persecution? You did. Prosecution. I just wanted to make sure I knew what was going on. I would, I never do. So I'm glad you're here to check it. <laughs> prosecution. If prosecution is saying that she suffers from PTSD or uh, post fuck, if she's suffering from personality disorder, there you go. Wouldn't that then like absolve her responsibility for it being like first degree manslaughter right you're asking the wrong person that's i don't fair. know i but just it makes... that just did, i just didn't know why but a lot of people if i remember correctly that that would make sense yeah 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 uh, so also i just and now with the the defense i mean i guess it's cuz people are taking the stand and honestly answering but I'm just like, no, I like this Robert Geffner guy. I'd be like, no, keep it borderline personality disorder because she might be able to get off on like crazy and just go to a crazy town. Right, place. right, right. I don't know. One flew anyway, over the cuckoo's nest. Closing arguments. May 4th. Do not have a date. It's that year. Let's just say like 2012. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, let's okay. say. Let's say May 4th, 20. Oh, wait, no, that's May. May 4th, somewhere in this timeline. Great. 2011, something. Sure. Uh, the defense says, in summation, right, summation? We're summarizing what, what oh, the okay. defense is saying. <laughs> I, I don't, I Which literally had truly, no fucking clue truly, I don't think either of the saying. words I tried to say. You said something about, in, it sounded like you were saying insemination. We don't know. I don't we know don't need to harp okay. on it. All right, cool. We're done with the moment. All right. Uh, what happened in that moment, what happened in that moment in time? The relationship, the relationship of chaos that ended in chaos as well. There is nothing about what happened on June 4th in that bathroom that looks planned. Couldn't it also be that after everything they went through in that relationship that she simply snapped? Ultimately, if Miss Arius is guilty of any crime at all, it is the crime of manslaughter and nothing more. So manslaughter is basically like she killed him, but she's not at fault. I thought manslaughter was murder. It's murder. So she kills him. They're not denying that at all. She murdered him, but there was no premeditation. She didn't go into that moment expecting oh. to kill him. So she's not um, culpable. Okay. Nice. That was the other got one it. I had to research. Got it. I got it. I totally uh, got it. So, yeah. So, it's basically like she killed him, but is she at fault? For Is she is she the only one to blame in his death? Like, okay. Interesting. Uh, prosecution states, there is no evidence that he ever laid a hand on her ever. Nothing indicates that this is anything less than a slaughter. There was no way to appease this woman who just wouldn't leave him alone. Here's my thing. Okay. You got one side of the story. She's stalking him. She's psycho. You got the other side of the story. Now we were still in love. Uh, it's and a, he's and dating he, other we people. We were still in love and Not he was cool. abusive. Like, I'm sure the middle ground is he was clearly a dick. He led her along. He fucked with her brain probably a lot. Sounds like it. Gave her quite the roller coaster ride of like, I love you. I hate you. I love you. I hate you. You're just a Mormon whole. And you'll never be, you'll literally, you'll always be my bang, you'll never be my wife. Ugh. Like, yeah, that's, if I yeah. was madly in love with a man and that's what he said, actually, I think I have been told that. Yeah, <laughs> flying oh, off the handle. Not oh. doing well mentally. But she didn't kill him, but Chelsea did kill. not kill him. I've been known which to is shove. The story 
Uh, this is that's the that's 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 the story. It. That's the facts. Story. Facts. Facts. No that's one's dead on my arms. Nope. Or in my hands. That we right. found in the arms, hands, anywhere. As of April twenty fifth, two thousand twelve, Jody Aris's defense was costing one point seven million to the taxpayers. Holy fuck. Yep. Uh, May 7th, 2012, Jody is found guilty of first-degree murder after the jury deliberates for 15 hours. After this verdict is given, Travis's family smiles and embraces, and outside of the courthouse, the crowds go fucking nuts and celebrate the verdict. Now, aggravation phase and sentencing, where the prosecution has to prove that the crime was done... uh, the crime was cruel, heinous, or depraved in order for Jody to receive the death penalty. Okay. So, prosecutor Juan Martinez is like, we are not going to take a plea bargain. We are not going to settle for life in jail. We are only going to go for the death penalty. Damn. This is kind of a shitty move because this ends up resulting in like two to three mistrials because oh. the jury keeps being hung. Also, the the trial happened over such a long period of time that, like, three different jurors had to, like, leave. Like, one had a DUI, another one was, like, uh, something about misconduct, and another one, like, had a health issue. Jesus. Um, so that was also just chaotic. Um... May 15th, 2013, uh, her defense, who had previously asked to step down from the case, her defense attorneys were receiving immense death threats. Um, No one was having a fun time doing this trial. They didn't want to be a part of it anymore. Uh, They were getting, like, publicly, they were getting public shit, because this was a worldwide televised sensation it was on every news fucking channel this trial rocked the world and i love how Uh, at the beginning of the episode i said i don't know who she is oh i I saw her mugshot and i was like i know exactly who she is i saw it was one of her pictures where she's blonde and i was like oh this bitch this is it um so they they're basically just like whoop they give brief opening closing remarks claiming that travis would have been in shock for much of the attack and probably really didn't suffer that it was still self-defense, and that she shouldn't get the death penalty. Prosecution takes that, throws out crime scene photos of all of the blood, Travis's body, doesn't warn anybody, because sometimes the judge will be like, the they'll approach the bench and be like, we're going to be showing some explicit behavior if the family would like to leave. The family in these trials from what I've read, a lot of times have the option of, like, we're going to be showing some of the evidence. Yeah. Would you like to leave the Step room? out. Sure. Uh, nope. Didn't give them that. Throws out all these oh, fucking crime scene kind. photos. Uh, so apparently it was supposedly supposed to have taken about two minutes from the start to the end of the attack for Travis to die. So he throws up all these gory photos and holds the court in silence for a full two minutes to drive home how genuinely long it would be to die throughout two minutes. Okay, okay. Oh, so she's saying from, like, the first stab or the the gunshot or whatever? From the first stab to the gunshot, it took two minutes for Travis to die. Okay, that's very dramatic. I think that's so well done. Jesus. Because it's the same thing of when, like, when you're in, like, theater school and they're like, you have to do a minute monologue and you just, they pause the room for, like, a minute so you can really feel how terrifying it is to just speak for a minute. How long 60 seconds really is. Right, and then you think you're being stabbed and attacked for two minutes and yeah, slowly bleeding yeah, out. That's, wow, that yeah. sucks. Yeah. 
Uh, I uh, the jury the jury gives their verdict pretty quickly. Uh, Arius is eligible to die. They want her dead. Oh, get the death penalty. Oh. Uh, don't worry. It's a whole other series of trials okay. and appeals. Okay. Uh, so this is why Capital, I think, where, what was it? Oh, it was the Eileen Warner's case. I brought this up too. This is why fucking the death penalty is a huge robbery it's of the American absurd. taxpayer. It's absurd. Because the amount of times these people appeal. Yep. And th- that's us. We're paying correct. all of oh, that. Correct. By the end of this fucking trial, before she is sentenced, or officially in final sentence in 2014, the case has cost us $3 million. What? Now I get it. There's however millions of people strewn out across the U.S., but still, fuck you. I work for that money. I don't work for that because Juan Martinez that has a vendetta to send nuts. this bitch to jail. I'm, we're already paying for her in prison. I don't want to pay for her to avoid prison. That is something else. Uh, I can see it's almost going on that hour and a half, so I'll quickly go through this. Uh, This whole thing was a huge media circus. Uh, Every time they went to sentence, the jury would be deadlocked, so it would be like eight to four or some shit. Oh, yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. But it has to be be unanimous. So it would be a mistrial, hung jury. Um, Before her first sentencing... Jody says, whatever they come back with, I'll have to deal with it. I have no other choice. Then she was given her guilty verdict and says, it felt like a huge sense of unreality. I felt betrayed, actually, by the jury. I was hoping they would see things for what they are. I felt really awful for my family and what they were thinking. Jeez. Um, Jody had originally wanted the death penalty and then later amended that with her defenses and, and then did pursue life for her family, saying that it would be more harmful for her family to watch her die than it would be to be able to, like, visit her in jail. Wow. Um, uh, yeah, so sentencing phase resulted in a hung jury, mistrial, so now we have to do another appeal and mis- a trial oh process. Oh, my God. The issue here in, in Aria states, because of how, what a sensation this trial was, Arya states, I don't think there is an untainted jury pool anywhere in the world right now. That's what it feels like. But I still believe in the system to a degree, so we'll go through that if it happens. So she basically was like, everyone knows this case. There's not a single person that is going to get up on that jury and already have their mind made up about me. But you know what? Sure. It's the system. I have to live with it. Um, Defense stated that if they were going to continue to seek the death penalty... Uh, they were basically sending a mentally ill person with no previous criminal history to die. But that's the thing. I was literally just thinking, like, what the fuck happened? Like, she just snapped. She snapped. But then that's why it's the way the prosecutor Martinez handled himself was compared to Salem Witch Trials and how witch hunty he got. Because he, from the get-go, was no. Death penalty. She has to die. This girl is guilty. Death penalty. And she had no other, like... No prior record. Like, DUI or anything? Not even an assault charge. Not even, like, the cop showed up for, like, a nasty fight. And I've had that. Like, fuck. Wow. But nothing. Just this. So something... So literally something happened in her mind. And he, he probably wasn't a huge... Like, he probably wasn't the physical abuser, she says... But he also wasn't this amazing, upstanding guy, clearly. Like, there's this middle ground. Did the gunshot come first? No, it was then, it was ruled that the gunshot happened after he was dead. 
So that was literally like. So she just came at him with a kitchen knife. Supposedly. Sure. And that's what I'm saying. It's it's There's probably a nugget of truth in the fact that they had such a volatile relationship. It was all fueled on sex. So he had no respect for her as an actual like human sure, being. Sure. So she drops his new piece of equipment he just spent money on, snaps, maybe doesn't physically come at her, but then just starts flying off at the yeah, mouth maybe. Yeah. And then she just sees red and then wakes up. Oh my God. Put the camera in the wash. Shoots him in the head <laughs> to make it, to try and make it look, you know, like whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, she, she, she would have had to bring the gun. And where is the gun? Oh, oh yes, so yeah. yes, so yes, so yes, oh yes, so yes, there must be the gun, the gun, the gun, the gun, the gun, the gun. We know our musical. We do, we do. Uh, yeah, the gun is not mentioned except for the fact that the casing, but the gun is never oh, found. Oh, that's interesting. So maybe she did chuck it in the desert. Off it is. See, I'm telling you, you gotta chuck shit in the desert. That's the way to did, do it. But why would she be so smart about the gun, but not about the camera? I don't know. I don't know. See, I was really, with when the way she's describing the fight with the, the man and the woman coming in, I was ready to believe that. I was I like, mean, that it's looks not a the worst sketchy. idea, yeah. But if it wasn't for that damn camera, she would have probably gotten <sighs> off. Damn it. Um, let's see, let's see. Appeals. Uh, the defense brought up how badgering the prosecutor was, yelling at witnesses, showing unprompted gory photos, um taking uh he would release evidence to like fans on social media and taking selfies outside of the courthouse uh he would throw away evidence being like nah i'm not going to use that now even though it was previously admitted to be used this in the guy president. sucks he, he was just he was going for her like he was he was never going to have this any other way but this the death penalty. uh one witness was going to testify on jody arias's behalf uh, and was going to be a huge witness for the defense. And then the day before she was supposed to testify, uh, pulled out because she oh. was getting so such aggressive death threats that her name is withheld from all reports and police were posted up at her house for about a week during the whole thing. Oh, my. Because people were getting real opinionated about this. Um, October 21st, 2013, we are at the sentencing retrial, which is just another fucking media circus. Um, after standing by Travis Alexander as an upstanding member of his church, uh, and pe- you know, people were saying, or she was claiming that, like, look at his laptop. His computer is rife with pornography. Like, I'm not lying. Uh, prosecution was like, no, no, no. Well, now all of a sudden, oh, there's a shit ton of pornography on his laptop. No fucking and shit. And that's being entered into evidence. Um... Multi, what is this? What is this? What is this? Oh, multiple. Uh, so the defense continually were trying to call for mistrial due to witnesses being like threatened off the stand. That's so terrible. The badgering of Juan Martinez. All of that's thrown out. No one will call mistrial. Then the sentencing jury is also hung 11 to 1. That one juror. Oh. Also had to have police set from uh, uh, put up. Um, oh shit! Also had to have police stake out her house. Really? Because she got like woof. Wow. Like, couldn't live her normal life Whoa. because everyone wanted her to die for not wanting Jodi Arias to die. Finally, after our three million bucks, uh, Jodi Arias is sentenced 
uh, by the judge. The judge is like, enough. I, enough. This motherfucker died Fucking like end 12 of story. years ago. Like, what enough. math is this? this or no, is 10 not. years ago. Uh, no, that's also wrong math. Help, someone do 2014 minus 2008. So 14 minus 8 is... Six. Six years ago. There it is. <laughs> uh, she is sentenced to life in prison without parole. Um, she then, during her sentencing trial, I fucking love her. She shows up. She's like, I want to say some stuff again. God damn it, don't. Comes in and decides that she holds up a white shirt and then like kind of like purple Disney font. It has Survivor across it. Okay. And she says that she's gonna, she's made these shirts, bitch. That's like a glue on. Uh, and she's gonna sell them. Oh. And all profits are gonna go to domestic abuse oh. charities. Okay. And she also it will continue to because she did it once. She will continue throughout her entire time in prison to donate her hair to Locks of Love. Okay. So that's we're nice. real, really trying to yeah. redeem ourselves in the nice. end. Um, she is currently fulfilling her sentence in Arizona Department of Corrections maximum security prison, which I understand the violence of the crime involved because to stab someone 30 times, like, you have to be in a rage. But I, yeah. I just don't know why, again, like, no, nothing else on her record, no... It's clear that not even like a, a chemical in her brain went turned on. He and said some crazy. shit. He probably called her his fucking three-hold wonder, wow. and she yeah. went ape shit. I'm like maximum security. Damn. But if she behaves herself, well, no, that does say that she'll probably be moved to a more medium okay security level. Uh, this was a worldwide sensation. People literally lined up outside before trial so they could get seats inside. <laughs> uh, the That's Toronto absurd. Star claimed that with its mix of jealousy, religion, murder, and sex, the Jody Arias case shows what happens when the justice system becomes entertainment. Okay, thanks for um, that quote. <laughs> uh, it was said that um, now with social media, that with high... Profile and like largely involved cases like Jody Arias, the social media can actually be like a huge hindrance Absolutely. to the case. Oh, and without it can a doubt, turn a jury and like, is this something yeah. that should a exist? I mean, not even to say is social media even good for society? Sure, it's fucking well, not. It's not. Um, but how do they? How do you navigate keeping juries unbiased and blind when on every, every Twitter yeah. snap, all this shit? exploding with everyone's opinions and basically everyone wanted her to go down because everything was church boy a motivational speaker uh, like head guy at ppl like all of his um media stuff was like this great guy and all of her shit was sure. this like meddlesome slut yeah yeah like, yeah and it could, I, that, how does that not skew you? Well, it's funny, because if you think that, you know, years and years and years ago, the O.J. Simpson, where they had all the jurors, they couldn't leave their hotel, they couldn't right. watch TV, they couldn't read newspapers, right. they couldn't do anything. But that was what? However many years ago? We need that same shit. But there's no way that's possible now. Oh, no. Because of social be a juror, media. I'm sorry. You're in a padded room. You are in a padded room. Someone's year. looking at you the whole time. The whole yeah. time. And you, you don't have a phone. You get books. Except a 
phone. You get books. Or a Razor Motorola. You get books in a monitor, a government monitored call. Like, sorry. Because also, There's honestly, no way. if you are a juror and you're going to, con- um, you're going to, is it, yeah, convict uh, or say, tell, say this, or you're going to condemn someone to life in prison. Right. Maybe it would help you to feel a little bit of that while you're thinking about what you're sending someone to live through. Dude. That's my thing. Yeah, that's If a you lot. had to live a month in solitary confinement during this trial, would you be so quick to send somebody off on life imprisonment for one raging, horrible moment? Or would you be more inclined to be like, maybe a, a mental ward somewhere. Institution. An institution uh, specifically geared toward borderline personality disorder. And like sure. maybe, you know, like anger management. I don't oh. know. Uh, our good old... President Trump oh, had a comment okay. for the state. The state. Sorry, Dad, I can't talk right now. Oh, her dad's calling. One second. Oh, she's answering. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Can I call you back in like five minutes? I'm literally <laughs> finishing up a podcast, and we are now on the podcast. We're on air. We're on air, Doctor D. All right. All right. Love you. Bye. <laughs> I can't believe you picked. I should have put him on speaker. Oh Jesus. That was funny. Uh, Donald Trump stated, and we know how our fucking lord in chief loves Uh, Twitter. He says, Jodi Arias has stated that she follows me on Twitter. So I really hate to be saying that she is guilty, but sadly she is as guilty as it gets. Oh, thank you for those fucking wise words. For the facts, Trump says she's guilty. And Uh we know... We know how uh, how much credibility he brings with him. Uh, finally, I do want to let you guys know, awesome three-part documentary series. I think I paid 10 bucks for it, or like $4.99. I can't remember. It's, one of the, <laughs> it's either $10 or, or $4.99. I fucking forget. Because <laughs> uh, I either bought it or I rented it. It was a whole day of buying things about Jodi Arias. There's a horrible Lifetime woman's movie or a Lifetime movie network. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, horrible <laughs> movie about her. It's thrilling. Uh, Sydney also thinks Sydney it's apparently atrocious. is really I know. into it. It's a crappy movie, yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's fun because it's just dramatic. Um, oh, I will, I will admit, I got the facts of the whole like party scenario where he wouldn't let her say goodbye to people from that movie because I just thought it was a fun thing. But the actual documentary with the uh, footage of her in the room with the detective, uh, it's Discovery ID, Jody Arias, an American murder mystery. Ooh, American murder um, mystery. Yeah, and that's that gal. Wow. She's fun and entertaining. Damn. Uh, so there it is. Don't treat your girlfriends like they're three-hold wonders. Don't do it. Uh, don't want to screw Disney characters like Little Red Riding Hood. It's rude. That's weird. Don't think it's Disney, but fairy tale. I get it. Grim, Grim, yeah, yeah. Grim. Don't, don't Brothers screw Grim. Grim. Is it Brothers tale. Grim? Isn't all of them? I just assume all of them. Well, there's a Hans Christian for Anderson me. It's in Stephen there. Sondheim. Oh, that's not a. That's where all my fairy oh, okay. tale characters cool. come from. Uh, I guess it's we're ready for 
Chalice of choice. Chalice of choice. Chalice of choice. All right. What is Pammy going to do? Shake, 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 shake. There's no movement. I know because there's so many in there. We keep adding more. It's just, I got to get a bigger jar. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to do. All right. Tell us the crime, but not the name. I remember. I remember. I'm just excited. Oh my God. I'm exciting. Well, before I open it, I just want to say that was a lovely job. Because oh, you normally do women from like the 1500s. <laughs> I had no choice so, in this matter. So I think that was fucking great. Chalice I mean, of Choice chose for me. Oh my God. And speaking of Chalice of well, Choice. Well, she was so fun because like the documentaries, there was just so much stuff involved with Oh, her. shit. Oh, wait. Show me the name. I'm. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. Oh, no. So next week is going to take a real dark turn. So this is going to be bad. So what um, did this young lady do? Or rather her occupation right. was a Nazi guard. So she did a lot. Of, so she did a lot. You know what? It's really shitty because the name faux pas has now fallen on me this week. And that's going to be <laughs> you fun. Can't, I can't wait. For I'm literally robot. staring at this name and yeah. I, I'm preparing to, I'm like practicing it in my head because I'm pretty sure I'm not going to know who this person, how to pronounce their name. I'm extremely excited for this. Well, this is going to be a thing. Um, wow. So that was long, but great. I'm so sorry. No, it's great. But guess what? It's a whole commute. We got shit to do. Oh, we got you. You we're know going we're going to go? Go ahead. No, you say it. A quiet place. Quiet one? The quiet time. What? A the quiet, quiet place? The, the quiet, quiet time? Place? The quiet ones. We don't know what the Apparently, fuck we're about we to go see. we don't know what we're about to go see. <laughs> but it's but in subtitles and we're terrified. I'm terrified. And I don't... A quiet place. A quiet place. It is yeah. a quiet place. It's not a... It is a quiet place? Just a quiet place. Okay, just a quiet... Okay, that's what we were, we're trying to see. make it real fancy. Um... You guys, we you, have no time for food. By you the way. better follow us on Instagram at Fatal Females Podcast, and you better email us at oh, Fatal Females Podcast at gmail.com. You better rate us. And you better rate us, and you better subscribe, or else you're going to be in trouble. Or else Jody's coming for you. Jody's coming for and you. She's angry again because you're flirting with the waitress. I mean, yeah, who wouldn't be? I mean, um, sure. But yeah, check out our website, fatalfemalespodcast.com. Um, we have a Facebook page, Fatal Females Podcast. Basically, all of our stuff is just Fatal Females Fatal's Podcast. Fatal Females, Fatal Females. So I'm just not going to repeat it as much as I need to because it's the same thing over again. Um, all right. So we got shit to do. Got we got to movies do. to see. I got food to order. We have I'm food to order starving. right now. She's already on Seamless, ladies and gentlemen. Already on <laughs> Seamless. Um, so that's it. Catch us next week where I will be talking about a terrible fucking woman oh, who was God, a Nazi who guard. Who apparently did all of the wrong. Oh, fuck. Why do I always get the downers? Sorry, <laughs> Sorry about it. Downers. Um, all right. And that's it. And we will catch you on the flip side. Peace out. Bye.